Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Down Bad Podcast. We're back. And boys, I don't know what's going on with the Nebraska coaching search. I'm over it. I hear a new thing I'm over it. literally every day. I think we've hired five head coaches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Today, the or yesterday, the rumor was Urban. Yep. So uh, donor was getting a haircut, and the message board reader was there and said he, the donor was taking any size bet that it was going to be Urban. I think I'd, I'd take that bet. Yeah. I mean, I tried to warn people from week one when Frost got fired. I said, you're going to be hearing all these sources from people you've never heard of. Oh, I have a buddy. I know. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. This is just what I heard. And nobody knows except for, like, five people. And they're not going to tell anyone until no. it's official. I don't so know I just even five people uh, know. I know. I don't even <laughs> think Trev knows so at this point. I don't think Trev yeah. knows. For I, I, Dion... Matt Rule, uh, Aran- Aranda, Aranda, yeah, Aranda was hot earlier. Aranda's kind of fizzled out. Yeah, thought we. I mean, I, you, could we? Could we hear before this podcast comes out? Possibly. There's always Chris? a chance. There's a chance. I mean, there's. Don't listen to Chris. Yeah, <laughs> Chris has led me astray so <laughs> many times. And he's got all these stupid connections that I'm like, oh, wow, Chris probably knows what he's talking about. But he doesn't. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> I believe anything that Chris does. I do, too. I tell, yeah. I tell everyone. I do, too. I, I get it from Sean Callahan and Steve Whoa. Sipple, and it's just... They suck at their jobs. <laughs> I got... I hear from... Coworkers calling me on Friday saying, what are we hearing about Dion? Yep. I say, how would I know? <laughs> the first Sweet. thing I do is text Chris. Yep. I heard he backed out. I can't I confirm that Dion follows Husker football on Instagram, though. He does. And he doesn't follow. And he like, just started following. He him. doesn't follow Auburn. Before this week, he Whoa. did not follow him. <laughs> that's, that's something. Okay. Hmm. So I don't know. How do we feel? What do we want right now? I would love Dion. I know Peters is big on Dion. But I'm big on Dion <coughs> for recruiting. Mm-hmm. I'm, the thing is, it's not. I, the two guys I like are both the top head candidates for Auburn, which is Lane and Dion. Yeah. I think. Lane is going to take Auburn, which would open up Dion to mm-hmm. either Nebraska or – the thing with Georgia Tech is I just don't know if he wants to take it with how high academic standards are, mm-hmm. which it's not a super easy school to get into. That not saying that, like, people can't get in, but yeah, it is harder. harder to get into Georgia Tech than, say, Nebraska. Sure. But – I, I like two. Dion. He's he's my number one. I don't think it's gonna happen. But no, it'd be no. Awesome. If you could get Dion and then get Mickey to stay on as like wide receivers coach, oh, the recruiting would be off the charts. It's over. My so I was talking to my parents like this last weekend about Dion, and they were not they were not sold on him. They thought he'd be a bad coach, but 
Also, they're boomers, and they don't know. <laughs> I don't but know. But they just thought he was too flashy. But that's, like, from his playing career. Like, yeah, he's pretty yeah. cocky, but he's really good. But he's I've seen, like, videos of him as a coach, and he's, like, he's very good with his players, and he's very disciplined and makes sure they got their shit together. That I think he's actually a good coach. Yeah. I think the thing with Dion, and I, I feel the same way about Mickey, is it's a if you get the right guys in, it's a home run. More with Dion, like I think Mickey would be fine because if you get the right guys around him, he can he can get the guys in. Mm-hmm. I think Dion hasn't had to have like be the best X's and O's coach because he has a ton of talent everywhere. He's not playing the greatest schools, right? I mean, it, he's undefeated there, so I get why people might think he's not gonna succeed because he hasn't had to like play at a power five level mm-hmm. but also if you get the right guys in you get some good assistance around him i think whipple needs to go get somebody whipple in who died yeah. yeah he might I not be alive those are the two like if you got mickey and dion you're gonna get so many recruits it's not even that recruiting class will go to top 10 oh instantly. yeah he'll probably bring his he has two sons on the team yeah i think They'd pr- definitely come with him. I One's feel like. a quarterback. I don't know what his. I think he son plays corner yeah. or safety or something. But Chris, who do you want? Who do I want? Yeah. I want Dave Aranda from Baylor. Yeah. I think defensive-minded, run the ball, kind of a Big Ten, Big Ten style coach. I think. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Unfortunately, I think Trev was right. Originally, I think it's going to be Matt Rule. He's kind of the guy that everyone seems to yeah. think is going to be it. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, he's probably he's probably a safe play. He's not definitely not home run higher. Yeah, but I I mean he's turned two programs around. I, he's I, not a splash. He's, he's not succeeded a splash. at every college, and place he took he's over bad situations yeah. too. Worse than Nebraska. The yeah. one thing with Rule that. I don't think people have taken into account is he has that $40 million buyout with the Panthers. Whatever job he takes until that is bought out. So say he, he's owed 40 million. He gets just for round numbers here, 5 million a year from Nebraska. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get that full 10. He gets basically like the difference in that 10 million from us and the Panthers. So, Oh really? Yeah, so it's not he's not getting you know forty million over yeah. the next four years from the Panthers plus whatever he gets it's right. deducted. Mm. So there is a chance he just doesn't want to coach, get the forty million, just gets his bag, his easy and then, bag. You know you can take over like you can get a big job in four years. Coaching is there's always jobs. True. So it's like this. Maybe he wants to take some time off maybe like wait for a different job to come open because a while for a while it was him and auburn Mm -hmm. and now i think auburn realizes they can get a bigger name a little bit flashy higher so that's the other thing is like maybe he doesn't want to take a job yeah it's a good point when will he i mean when do you think we'll find out a couple weeks Probably After the Iowa game, if not I think sooner, if it's not this week. I like a max. Like I think it'll be before the Iowa game. You think That's, before? Yeah. I think it'll be before, because I think Trev wants to let the players know. 
let the staff know so like people don't transfer right away. Yeah. So they, so people have an idea. So I mean, it's the last going to be the last game against Iowa. It won't be that big of a distraction anymore. Um, so that's True. why I think Trev will do it. And then at this point, I mean, everybody knows something's coming. Like, Monday or Tuesday shock. of next week, maybe. That's, oh, I can't wait. The, like, one thing that does make sense with that is, like, it's already a distraction. Yeah. That's true. So, for sure. Like, why – like, I just – like, I know he's was wanting to mi- get, not be a huge distraction for this week, but, like, that's all people are thinking about. Yeah, for sure. And it's like – But also, if – we're trying to hire like a Dave Aranda or a Deion Sanders. They don't want to. We don't want to take them away from their program. That's they're the still coaching. I would I've like always thought if true. it was going to be rule, it'd be announced like before the season's over, like a long time. That's fair. So I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Baylor's still know. in contention for the Big Twelve. Yeah. Um. Jackson State's undefeated. Jackson State's undefeated. So yeah, it's true. Baylor just like it's a weird. It's definitely not a final destination job. But it's also like you can with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, you're bringing in new teams. But you can kind of run that conference. Yeah. Obviously, TCU is going to be a major player in that conference once they leave. I mean, they're already a major player now, Mm -hmm. but they're only going to get better because you're going to be able to get guys from Texas to want to stay in Texas. Right. So that's the other thing is like you're a random. Maybe you don't want to leave. Because you want to wait until, say, like, Texas A&M, Texas, if, like, Sark were to leave. Maybe that's not his end goal is Big Ten. Yeah. I don't know. True. Um, Good points. I had one question. Yeah. Of the open jobs right now, where do we think the best job is? Obviously, we have Colorado, Nebraska, Arizona State, Arizona State. Auburn. Wisconsin. Because I was Just talking. Depends to, what you're looking for, but yeah. I was talking to somebody at work today, and I s- think that Nebraska could be the best and worst job available. Yeah. Because you you come there's so much pressure here. I think there's the most pressure coming to Nebraska out of any s- big name school that's or Auburn. Hiring. Auburn fans are pretty. I still think like blue blood football. Like yeah. Nebraska's up there, and I think there's a lot of pressure and. You know, it's going to take the right guy to come in and, like, accept that pressure. Yeah, I feel like it's either Auburn because it's an SEC job. That's typically where people want to end up. But with Auburn, Daddy Saban's right down the road. Yeah. And you're you're not going to be – obviously, you're going to keep a lot of in-state talent. Mm-hmm. But if guys are choosing between Auburn or Alabama – and they know they can play right away at either school. They're, it's Alabama. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And you're also going to get paid more, and you have a better chance to win right away at Auburn. Yeah. I don't know. Just like ima- I just imagine being, like, the coach that comes to Nebraska and turns it around like they're going to be, like, God around here. So yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that the the chance to do that is what is so enticing, I feel like. And, and the facilities are like top notch. Great and facilities. It's cool. Money. Just have the fan support's unreal. Yeah. Like that's a good recruiting draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also I feel like one of the downsides of Nebraska is every hire is they have to be the next god. Yeah. We can't hire somebody who's like a good enough coach because we saw like we ran Pelini out of town 
going mm-hmm. nine and three. Yeah. It's. But also, I mean, like we hired Riley. He sucked, but nobody like has bad feelings about him. I don't no. have any bad will about him. He was just we knew at the time he was a bad hire. And mm-hmm. He didn't do well. And oh well. Yeah. Um, we got Wisconsin this week. Do we even want to talk about it? I nope. don't know. Casey's back this week, correct? Questionable, I saw. Probably day to back. day, but he practiced probably. today. I'm sure so he'll play. I think he'll play. Chubb is out. Just don't really care. I just don't care at all. Yeah. I'm still going to go at to all. it. Yeah, gonna... I'll go and cheer him on. I'll care in the moment, but. Yeah. <laughs> our team <laughs> what's, it, what's it matter? Probably be crushed when we lose, but. <laughs> I won't even care if we lose. <laughs> 13 and a half. Off to the bars. 13 and a half was the team total. Is what I saw. For, For us? Yeah. Well, we haven't That's scored a touchdown be. since. <laughs> we scored one touchdown since Casey's been out. It's so good. Yeah, they got to be expecting Casey not to play if it's 13 and a half yeah. for our team total. Yeah. That's incredible. Me, well, yeah, the over-under is like 39 and Wisconsin's favorite by 13. So, yeah. what's that? 26 to 13. 26 13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're still going to go. We'll still cheer him on, but. Yeah. You know, we'll win. It is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm all in. Um, talk, to me, talk to me at 10.58. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got this. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's move to the down bads. Peters, you have a down bad for us? Yeah, my down bad is the Pac-12. Mm. They did the Pac-12 thing, and they cannibalized themselves. Mm. They're now looking like a one-team one race. Um, UCLA, Oregon and UCLA lost means it's USC or bust. And they do it every year. They have a chance to make the playoff. They've got two decent teams. They both lose. Two lost teams not getting in from that conference. Mm-hmm. And I don't know – I don't see a way that USC wins out. I think they'll yeah. probably win the conference, but I, they just do this every year. I don't know how yeah. it happens. Every year. Like, because USC and UCLA like, and Oregon, they just should only lose to each other. Mm-hmm. And they somehow like Arizona is bad. Yeah, Arizona's bad. Washington's not bad, but they're in contention for if things break right. But I have some crazy stats about the Pac-12 that we'll get to later. But yeah, they do. Um, just it's just insane every how they do. It's yeah. every like both of those were very heavy favorites. I'm pretty sure too. It's yeah. It's not like they were supposed to squeak by those games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah that's Pac a good 12. one. Pack 12 down bad. Trev? Uh, yeah, mine's not sports related, but good. my down bad is Glacial Till. The oh, the cider place. Winery cider place. They uh, We got played by them the other day. We're going to a little shindig on Friday night, so the lady and I were looking for some drinks. And we were at, the, we were at Hy-Vee, and we found a uh, – they had a new winter blend out for the Glacial Till ciders. So we're like, hmm, maybe we'll try this out. So we get a we get a six pack of those, and then we're at the event, and I grab one of the six packs, and I notice the la- it's not labeled very well. So I go and peel the label off, and it's just a it's just stuck over a different drink, and they called it their winter blend. So it's like a normal can is like an orange hibiscus something. Oh, I think I did see and that. They, uh, did yeah, David ended up story? David ended up tweeting it and put it on a story. So he tweeted at Glacial Till. Oh, that's yeah. heinous. Yeah, yeah that's bad. We need to riot. I know. No, oh, that this is could be bad. a We riot Glacial Till this weekend. Deception. That's insane. We're boycotting we can't Glacial do, Till. Yeah, no. Was I'm, it an upright? Was it like, did they know. upcharge? I, I didn't notice a difference. Can we sue for that? I, that's what I said. I said, I'm going to sue. 
Why not? Well, like you're not, you're buying something that you didn't want. Yeah. It, I mean, it worked for them because we saw, oh, Winter Blend. Yeah. I've never had that before. And if it's at an upcharge, there should be I think it was because oh, we actually got a different six-pack of something else that I liked, and I think they're the same price. So I don't think they okay. upcharged us, but they just got it. So you someone tweeted it? David tweeted it, Did yeah. he at them? Yeah. Did they reply? Oh, it was like, let me, let me, give me a second. Let me pull it up. He tweeted that it on is, Friday. We need to, uh, we yeah, need to do something. Yeah, that I can't like happen. This. Boys Down Bad Nation needs to swarm. I know, they're good the ciders. Ciders. Yeah, Here's. they are. Okay, so here's the video. There you go. Come on. Oh, come on. Come on. There so, we yeah. go. Okay. Just peel it off. Oh, I did see this. Hibiscus. Oh, my. And it says winter blend on the top. Just comes right off. Oh, there's we a reply. We have to do something. Cause that, Hang on. They replied. They did? Nine hours ago. I did Ooh. not see oh. this. This is four days ago, and they just replied. Demand for aluminum cans has been at an all-time high, which makes getting them difficult. We've used empty printed cans to fill and wrap with our latest seasonal and small batch ciders. No. So, what so is it different? A different? That, do we still have one? Do you guys still have one? No. Of the I took care of them all. <sighs> Shoot. We should have tested it with like the ooh, normal maybe. one yeah. and see it, if it's actually to... a different flavor or not. We need to figure out what the... What the original can's flavor was, yeah, and then taste test that against. So I, I guess what they're ma- saying makes sense. It like, does make sense. They, they just can't used like old cans that they had already printed out and put the wrap over them. But no. excuses, you gotta, you gotta warn you. No. You gotta yeah. warn us. You can't because they still duped us into buying that. Yeah. So yeah. We need to taste test. Hey, we do need to. Yeah, okay, we do yeah. need to taste because test. if you have one that. left, if it's different flavors, we riot. No. I think if it's the same flavor, we riot. If or it's yeah, the sorry, same if it's the same yeah. flavor, we riot. Think, if yeah. it's different, I un- I get it. We'll show but up. I'm not happy. We, we'll show yeah. up at Glacial Till holding signs, protesting. Okay, so We're the original protest Glacial Till. The original one is hibiscus ginger, and what they wrapped over it is just called a winter blend. So Ooh. if so winter nice. blend and hibiscus ginger, ginger, excuse me, <laughs> taste the exact same, then so we riot. So next week. Here's a project. Okay. Boys Down Bad will get one six-pack of hib- hibiscus ginger. Hibiscus ginger. Hibiscus. name. And hibiscus? one of the winter hibiscus. blend. We'll all taste test it and see, is this different? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll do it live on air. So we, If it's different, they're in the clear. We understand. If it's the same, we're we disappointed. Either we're, we're disappointed. Yeah, we're disappointed either way, but I guess we understand. If it's yeah. if it's the same, we riot. Yeah, <laughs> then we have an issue because that can't be. No, no, can't that's swindled. That. That's a really good one. Thank, Thank you. It is that, a good one. Yeah. Thank you. That was a good one. Thanks. Um, my down bad is Trevin. Oh, yeah. Oh. Prof. <laughs> For which reason? Which of the? <laughs> For his take last week about um, Jeff Saturday. Oh yeah. <laughs> Trevin yeah, came out Jeff take. Saturday or in the Colts for his down bad for making a a bad irrational mm. hire and he comes out he fires the boys up and they get a big win yep, yep. that was on me so that was on me it's a bad take i mean the raiders um, are awful we'll hear from, we, from some raiders fans later but. yes we will they are bad but still after jeff saturday's press press yeah. conferences i kind of wanted him to be the next head coach in nebraska i know i, I didn't see that coming he they looked like they had their shit figured out they did the they, colts matt ryan started again 
Is that? Yeah. Yeah, he started. Jonathan Taylor looked better. Jonathan Taylor looked better. But uh, I'm still not sold on them. That happens no. every every time you get a new coach. They play like, the Eagles this week. It's we'll like a new yeah, life. It'll be a test. Yeah. Be a test. At home, like, yeah. I think. Is it so, home? But yeah, no, you're right. That was a horrible take. Yeah, bad take. But I also mm. have an up good. Oh, ooh, for this week. An up good. Um, Dickie V is calling his first game tonight after oh, nice. beating cancer for a second it? time. Champions. Second classic. time, yeah. It's the second so. time. He beat it for the second time. He's cancer free. Calling a game tonight on Tuesday. So good. Um, good. Make sure to. We'll make sure to check that out yeah. tonight. But We're good an for an him. Anti-cancer podcast. Anti-cancer cancer podcast. Sucks. It does. Cancer sucks, but Dickie V is up good. Right. Yes. So, Chris. I've got two. Oh, wow. Okay. He's really trying to earn that job. He is. <laughs> He's going to be gone <laughs> next week. got to do something. So. I'm going to be gone next week. Yeah. Um, okay, so the first one is Twitter. This whole Elon Musk thing is mm-hmm. crazy, I think. It's backfired. It's just ruining Twitter, I think. And it those yeah. verified check marks, check marks are getting me yeah. all the time. <laughs> I look on Twitter and I see a check mark. I'm like, oh, that, that guy's verified. And then I read their stuff and I'm like, could be literally. What the hell is this? Could be anyone. They've been so funny. If you click on, if you're kind of, you don't know if it's true, you can click on their check mark. And if it's like an actual verified person, it'll say like, Twitter has deemed this person verified for government, blah, blah, blah. If they're subscribed to Twitter Blue, it says this person's verified because they're subscribed to Twitter. Because they paid, yeah. Mm, Yeah. So you can tell, but still. But still, still at the first glance, yeah, at first glance. I, yeah, I still I think it's wrong. ruining Twitter. Yeah, and it's hundred percent. And they're what he said he can't work remotely anymore, and all of his mm. employees are pissed off at him. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's just a huge uproar. Anyway, yeah, that's a good. That's one. one. That's a good one. The second one, as we all know, midterm elections were last week. Yep. Yep. So my other down bad is Republicans. <sighs> they were supposed to take back both houses. Yep. And somehow, it didn't happen. <laughs> It was not a red wave. Huh. I, I woke up and I saw Senate was 50 to 50. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the hell is this? We were supposed to win the Senate and the House. We? 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 Chris. Are you associating yourself? Chris Maybe. hates libs. <laughs> <laughs> Sick and tired of it. Uh, yeah. That's, yes. But it, I, I, how does it happen? It, it was supposed See, to be a no, done I, deal. I have a firm belief that like no one actually knows. Like they make these calls so early <laughs> and before they've counted. Oh yeah. And it, why does it take them so long to so count most the places? It, it's most yeah. states. It's pretty quick. Yeah, some of them take forever. Arizona and Nevada are notorious about because they do mail in ballots. Mm-hmm. So it because mm-hmm. I was listening, I was watching, and I was like, because I saw it. It was a close race in Arizona, and it was like thirty-seven percent reporting. I was like, yeah, how, "This how is you know? a day and a half later." Yeah. Put me in there. So, I can count ballots faster than that. Yeah, I've always had. It might be a dumb question, but I've always wondered why can't we like why don't we have a better voting system where you can literally just do it from your phone? You can do everything from your phone these days. Why can't we vote? I don't know if it's too uh, big of a security yeah, risk a just voter fraud. to get yeah, hacked. A uh, bigger I risk mean, to get hacked. Still, it's the freaking national government that you, you're telling you me the FBI you'd can't be able to lock it down. You, you tell me we can't do that. I'll work on it if I need to. <laughs> or here's a wild take. Okay. Everyone, if you want to vote, just go to the polls. Yep. Yeah. It can't be... While wearing your mask, please. <laughs> yes. 
Or <laughs> see, this is why we need the house yeah, and the Senate yeah. back. No more mass. No more <laughs> stupid <laughs> politic things. I get the mail-in voting for COVID. Yeah, it was a big. That was an issue. Sure, that makes but sense. But we opened up a can of worms that yeah. we can't can't <laughs> put the toothpaste back in the tube. Yep, exactly. Because I also looked and I was like, Arizona was all red, and then the next day I woke up, blue. Yep. Yeah, it's heinous. Like, I was like, how does this happen overnight? These people aren't. Yeah. Are they counting around the clock? <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, Republicans are down bad. Republicans are down bad. Good one. Um, I also have a, I have a question. This <laughs> should have been a Clay question. Yeah. What? How does a runoff election work? Don't because know. Because I looked, because Georgia's going to a runoff. But I looked at the mm-hmm. vote counts, and it wasn't super close. It was like 50,000. We have some guys we, upstairs. We could call them He's right upstairs. Should we get a Should quick we, explanation? Yeah, him? quick explanation. But the, the listeners might miss Clay. Yeah. I'll go grab Clay. Yeah, yeah, go grab Clay real quick. Yeah, go. And I will stall Brandon, by. Yeah. Um, let's do a quick football for girls real quick. Okay. Um, yeah. We're going to do targeting this week. Targeting is a penalty that it's is called on the, well, it could be the tackling team or the. Usually the defense. Usually, usually the, the tackling defense, team. The tackling team. Um where they it's really a judgment call so it's kind of it's always a little foggy but when they are leading so we know what a penalty is right yeah where when the guy in the stripes throws the yellow thing Mm -hmm. throws his flag that's a penalty Mm -hmm. so this one occurs when it's more of a safety concern when Mm -hmm. they you we're trying to avoid head injuries so Mm -hmm. when somebody tackles when the tackle guy tackles the guy with his helmet too much He'll call targeting, and it's always very, it's always very questionable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, always a questionable call. Um, we're, we're just we're trying to we're trying to protect the stall, the players. So it's always, always questionable. So whenever you hear the ref go like this and say targeting, just start yelling at yeah. the TV. <laughs> that that's bullshit. That's a bullshit There's no call. Way. Yeah. They're out to get us. Yep. Did you touch on the? They're ejected. Oh no! Yeah. They, they do get ejected, and if it's in the second half, they're ejected for the first half of next game. Yes, that is true. So, that's targeting. Did you get an answer from Clay? Yeah. So, what I heard was, if neither party gets to fifty percent, at least fifty percent of votes, mm-hmm. they have to do a runoff vote, which is just a second vote on. December 6th. 6th, yeah. Ooh, okay. And it's only the Republican and the Democrat. There's no independent. Mm, okay. So, so then you'll get a for sure winner. Correct. Okay. So everybody has to go revote. Correct. Go to the Ooh. polls again. Okay. Sounds like a hassle. Yeah, I'd probably <laughs> just sit that one out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's Thank you, Clay. That's a runoff. Thank you. That Election. was that was good. Um, let's move into college football for the week. A uh, couple good games, a uh, couple games with a lot of implications for conference tournaments this week, or conference championships. championships. Um, first game is, and I don't have the official rankings now, I guess. They come out later tonight. Since later tonight? I think they come out in between the um, championship classic basketball games. Oh, okay. Um, so... We have first game, number eight, USC, at number 12, UCLA. It's a sellout. USC is favored by two and a half, a sellout. Yeah. 
Um, so the Rose Bowl holds ninety thousand. Mm-hmm. They announced it was a sellout of seventy thousand. Oh. So mm. that doesn't make sense. Not Something doesn't add up. There. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Over under is seventy five. UCLA Sheesh. coming off pretty bad loss to Arizona, correct? Arizona, yeah. Um, USC's nine and one. Only lost to Utah. The Pac twelve is. We talked about it earlier, but it's in a it's in an interesting spot right now. Um, obviously, USC controls their own destiny. Destiny. Um, Oregon six and one. Utah six and one. UCLA and Washington are five and two in conference play. So it's still up in the Wait, air. In conference play. So or oh yeah, Oregon lost to UCLA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, Oregon has three losses. No, they've only lost twice. Twice. They lost to Georgia and then they lost to Washington this week. Washington. So they they're six and one in conference. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. So conference is up in the air. So this is a big game. Um, yesterday I wrote down sixty four percent of the bets are on UCLA plus one and a half. I'm assuming that people are on UCLA. No. They USC, would see if that drove it up to two and a half. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. Um, this is a beautiful color game. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I think both teams wear. And it's on the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl always looks cool. They always do yeah. those aerial shots. Because mm-hmm. I think both the teams in this game wear home uniforms. Mm. Oh. So okay. That's That'll be cool. Over under 75 is. Action Network says there's 90% of the bets. 94% are on the over. <laughs> oh, love that. <laughs> so the over is for points. Yeah. <laughs> That's a game where you look at it, you're like, yeah, over. Yeah. The over is 4-1 and one in the last five. Okay. I think this is one where you just take the over. Mm-hmm. And enjoy. Yeah. And if it doesn't hit, you at least you didn't go out taking the under. Exactly. Because yeah. exactly. you can't take the under at 75 put and a unit have on this it. be a 45-48. Yeah. And yeah. just go way over the total. Yep. Hundred percent. I have written down USC is the better team, but I can see the Pac twelve just kinda killing themselves Chaos, here. Yeah. And UCLA winning. I'm yeah. Oh, I have a a pretty crazy stat. Did you want to say something? I was just looking at USC's schedule and they have not played anybody. They're I mean, other than Pac twelve teams. The one tough team they played was Utah and they lost. Yeah. I don't know. Not sold on USC yet. They still have to play Notre Dame. Yeah, they mm-hmm. play Notre Dame next week. Mm-hmm. That'll be a big game. Big game. Where's that at? USC. I yeah. feel like I haven't yeah, really watched USC play at all this year. Yeah, I haven't really it's either. either at a, like, I feel like it's always at 11 or uh-huh. it's at like Late. 9 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Because they're playing somebody who they should kill. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pac-12, There's a. I saw this tweet today. So I'm going to throw a lot of scenarios at you guys. Oh, God. But... <laughs> If UCLA beats USC and Cal, those are the last two games, and then Oregon beats Utah and loses to Oregon State, Washington beats Colorado and Washington State, and then Utah beats Colorado, there's going to be a five-way tie f- for teams at 7-2 and two <laughs> in the conference. And none of the, like... That was the tiebreaker then. I don't know. I didn't look that look up. Look that up. Would I it be... Po- do they go by points? There's one mm. conference where if there's a I don't certain think points amount, matter. Of like, if they're all the teams are tied and they're all like, I think it does come down to like scoring differential and there's no like tiebreaker. I think there's a conference that comes down to a coin flip. <laughs> oh, that would be Honestly, electric. I, right. I think it's the Big Ten. Whew. 
that would be I electric. I don't know 100%. I would love to see a coin flip beside the conference championship. <laughs> that's what they did in Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did do that. I forgot about that. They just A coin flip was... So, I, I love the over here. Mm-hmm. I just... You have two guys that had pretty good Heisman odds in DTR and Caleb Williams. I it's like we already said, you can live with yourself if you lose mm-hmm. the over, but you can't live with yourself if you take yeah. the under and then yeah. it just just take the over. Take be the a, over. Be a man. Be a man, take the over. Um yeah, yeah just watch some good football. It mm-hmm. also just good makes offensive so much football. sense that UCLA is the worst team and I could very good chance that I could see them winning. Oh yeah. Just to like really screw it up. It's really turning into a Big 12 situation where everyone's just pretty even. Yeah. So, uh the other yep. big pack, do you have more? Oh, did we get an update on that? Oh yeah, oh. it's uh the tiebreaker is winning percentage against common opponents. Oh god. So they'd have to go back and look who played each like other? That's too complicated. Yeah, some nerds will figure that yeah. out. What if that's tough? Maybe non. Well, it, it could go to non-conference. Like if teams played each other or played the same non-conference team. Well, Oregon played Georgia. Yeah, so that, that would, doesn't help Oregon's case. I bet some teams have played Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm sure some Pac-12 teams have played Notre Dame. Yeah, we'll get some nerds on it. Yeah, the computers will figure that computers one out. Computers will yeah. figure that one yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, other big Pac-12 game. Number 13, Utah at number 6, Oregon. Um, Oregon's favored by th- 3, over under 61.5. Um, Oregon coming off that tough loss to Washington, and Utah's won four in a row. Um, Utah does this every year. <laughs> they get a ton of hype before the season, and they have a good team, but then they have a bat- like a tough loss early in the season, maybe another tough one, and then they just start killing teams and uh-huh. start playing so good yeah <laughs> that's got to be frustrating i feel like utah is the team that is most likely to not get in but i feel like they have the highest chance to just ruin things yeah i don't or think a two lost pack 12 teams getting in utah actually or has just for like the conference oh with conference yeah. yeah yeah no i saw utah has that does, i'm reading this now and it doesn't make <laughs> sense Utah has the highest chance to win the Pac-12. <laughs> that can't be right because USC. Well, they have they beat USC. That, yeah, maybe they're just doing percentage-wise maybe like, yeah. odds to win and USC. I mean, USC has I two tough games. I wrote that down, but I, yeah, I just blindly wrote it down. I thought it was interesting, but I mean, it makes sense because if UCLA beats USC and then USC loses and it goes to that weird tiebreaker and they go to out of conference. True. So Utah, uh, they lost Florida. Yeah, Florida. I don't know who else they played, I but I feel like it's another game where it's just I, I don't know. Pac-12 Utah. What are we talking? Utah. Yeah. 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 They lost to Florida week one. Yeah, and then they lost to uh, UCLA. 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 They got yeah. killed when we yeah. were at Tatanka. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We hammered them. <laughs> yeah. It didn't did. work out. <laughs> the Pac-12. Might have had some money. If there's a tiebreaker, it should just go off points scored. Because it's yeah. just a fun conference. True. Points Pac- scored. Pac-12 is kind of similar to the Big 12, honestly. Just not really super top-heavy, but a bunch of teams that just beat up on each other. Yeah. It can go any way either week. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's fun. Fun stuff. Better fun than the stuff. Big 12 or Big 10 where there's just money. Money-wise, it's pretty even. 54% of bets on Utah. I feel like that's just two pre- – on paper, it's two pretty evenly matched teams. Well, 
Utah smacked Oregon around last year, if I remember right. Twice. Yeah. They beat them. They beat them in the regular season and Pac-12 championship. Yeah. So maybe Utah just has their number. Maybe. Give me Utah. Okay. Trevor's got Utah. I like. I I like the over. Just talk myself over just because it's another fun points game. I just think Oregon off of a bad loss, they're gonna try and win the bounce back Pac-12 and then try and keep their coach because I've heard rumors that. Auburn has reached out to him. Ooh. It's his first year yeah. at Oregon. But what's his, who's their coach? Dan Lanning. He was the DC mm. at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, another just a fun game. Uh, next one's fun too. Number four TCU at Baylor. Mm. TCU's favored by two and a half. Over under is fifty seven and a half. Um, TCU just keeps winning. I love TCU. They just, they keep, just keep winning. They, they jumped over the trap. They I, did. I, I they started, did. Yeah. <laughs> and won outright. One seventeen to ten against Texas at Texas, right? Yep. That yeah. Was Texas. Turns out Texas is not back. No. Unfortunately. No. So, so close. The money is heavily on TCU. Ninety-two percent of bets, which makes sense, because it's in-state. Like obviously, you still have to travel, but. TCU is just good. I don't know. I don't think they're a threat to win it. I think it's going to be one where we look back if they make it in, and it's going to be like, can you see any see a scenario where they keep it close with Georgia? No, I don't think so. I no was looking chance. up like were like biggest margin of win in a college football playoff, and I was just running like scenarios. I'm like, TCU could easily end up on this list. Next, oh yeah, for this year, hundred percent. But I mean, they're good. I just think, obviously, they have a very clear path to the playoff now. Mm-hmm. It's just control their own destiny. Yeah, I just think the talent gap between one and four is huge, which massive. It yeah. seems like it usually is. We saw it last year. Which game was the Georgia was it? Michigan? Was it or not? No, it was uh, Bama and Cincinnati. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Cincinnati was the team that got in. But yeah, yeah Georgia, Michigan too. Georgia, <laughs> yeah, that was a on. bad game. <laughs> I like TCU here. I also like the under. Uh, I like the under. Um, yeah, I think I think TCU they're just gonna keep winning. Team of destiny, know. they are. Um, the Big Twelve is crazy. TCU seven zero. K State five and two. Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Texas are all four and three. So here's a little thought if yeah. you're woke like producer Chris is and thinks sports are rigged. Well, not all. Maybe maybe you just keep NFL. taking TCU because the Big 12 needs them to win if they want anybody in the championship. True. Hmm. Give me Baylor ML. <laughs> oh. Give me Baylor outright winner. I mean, Baylor's good too. Yeah. yeah actually, Max, like watching TCU, it's very confusing because they don't look – Great. No. Nope. Well, they always start off bad. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that if they start off bad against Baylor, I just think at some point you can't just keep, unless Sonny Dykes is just a great halftime adjustment Mm -hmm. guy, Mm -hmm. at some point you're going to get down, even if it's like 10 7, 7 3, where Baylor makes a halftime adjustment as well. And I don't know. It's just. They don't overwhelm me with, like, this is a great team. Yeah. But they just keep winning. They so. do. Um, yeah, so TCU and, I guess, K-State control their own destiny. Do you see as Adrian's out for the year? 
Is he out for the year? Yeah. yeah. Tough. Their backup's pretty good. Though. Actually, yeah, he is. He's almost bad. better. Feel bad I know. For Adrian. I they too. play better when yeah. he's in. They play really well. Um. Yeah, K State killed Baylor last week, yeah, and it went under. Bad. And it went under. Yeah, good job, Chris. Um, thank you. The other fun Big Twelve game, number eighteen Texas at Kansas. Texas favored by nine, over under sixty four. Just another game where it's it's insane how all these games you just have no clue. <laughs> so, Trevor's yeah. gonna like this. Sixty nine percent of bets are on Kansas. Nice. Throw down parentheses. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Texas is not back. Yeah, Quinn Ewers, watching him play, he's the most frustrating quarterback to watch in college, because he, you know, he's so good, mm-hmm. but he'll he just throws like he just says f it, somebody's down there, and there's just it's not even close. Yeah, like he hasn't learned how to throw it away out of bounds, and I don't know if it's Sark or who their offensive coordinator is, but like there was a while where. Ewers didn't have a completion and they were just throwing it downfield like throw two screens if mm-hmm. and just get some confidence like a screen and a slant get him some confidence and not just keep throwing like 15 yard passes where I mean he's age wise he's a true freshman he graduated a year early he just makes too many freshman mistakes for this team to be good I think next year they could be a really good team but yeah I don't know. You just, yeah, I agree. Just another game. Just bet the over. Should be a fun, fun environment. Yeah, because Kansas has their number. I bet the. I bet those. True. Fans. Yeah, True. they did beat them last year in beat Texas, right? Yeah, twice yeah. in a row. And now Kansas is actually like a good football team. Then Texas yeah. is now yeah. Kansas. Kansas thinks they have a chance. I bet mm-hmm. that. I bet the fans will be rocking. Oh yeah, and so it's at Kansas, yeah, right? At yeah. Kansas. Yeah. Texas is three and two in the last five, and then zero and four against the spread. Ooh. Yeah, so, I like Kansas to cover. But all of the spreads that were listed on action were, like, at least 20-point spreads. Oh, wow. So, like, they were never close. Like, one right, year, I yeah. think last year it was, like, Texas, and obviously they lost, so it doesn't really matter. But it was, like, Texas minus, like, 30. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like they're in close. I feel like this is either Texas blows them out or Kansas wins outright. Mm-hmm. Because I think either Texas or Kansas wins this one. <laughs> that's my official that's I my like, take that's a good take <laughs> it's a great take thank you um so yeah we got some fun games this weekend a lot of just cheering for points for most yeah. yeah a lot of overs sure. a lot of overs let's move into the boys down bad parlay week 12 we almost hit it last week we're close half yep. point off we pushed one but still a win um half point off and they they probably should have covered yeah, they had first and ten in the red zone, and they ran two plays. And I, mm-hmm. I couldn't pull up because it was on ESPN three. That just isn't a thing on YouTube TV. No, was <laughs> trying to see if it would somehow backdoor it in. I saw they ran two plays and they kneeled, and I was like, "That's mm. tough. It's tough." But we're gonna bounce back this week. I think uh, I really like my pick. I don't know about you I guys. I love my but pick. It's gonna yeah. definitely gonna hit. Peters, why don't you start us off? How I'm in between two. All right, we can talk. Yeah, there are two teams that I really. Lo- so the first one is UConn plus ten <laughs> at Army. Whoa, <laughs> um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, UConn's bowl eligible against Army. Yeah, I'm 
Yeah. The troops? That's yeah, you can't. <laughs> what did Trevin tell us last week? I know. Never count never. the troops. That's the, the thing. It's the troops. Armies, <laughs> three and six. Uh, the other one is Western Kentucky, Auburn, over 52. <laughs> I just... <Go> <laughs> <laughs> either UConn or Western Kentucky from this guy. Or Texas. Or Texas. Or Texas, yeah. Or AM. Or AM. Because or the Hilltoppers are so fast. They're quick. And it's low. 52 isn't a ton of points. Yeah. So I'm just going to take over 52. Okay. Just cheer for some points. I, I love UConn in this game, but I, no, if I you, won't go no. against the troops. You can if you want, if you like it. Yeah, if you, well, I feel like going against the so troops. So Army's favorite bad ten, omen. Though. Yeah. Bad omen to go oh. against the troops. Ooh, is Trevor going to switch to No, I'm just troops? saying it's kind of hard for yeah. the running team cover 10-point spread. That's yeah, a lot. yeah. I'm going to go true. UConn plus 10. They were good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I a like switch. It. I like UConn. it. I like yeah. it. UConn, UConn plus 10. 10. That's fine. Yeah. All right, Trev. Yeah. I got <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> this is a plug your nose. Just hit hit the bet. It's Iowa. It's Minnesota. We're going over 32 and a half. Oh, I do like that. <laughs> it's the not going to be a fun one to watch. Out. You're gonna Just you're gonna place the bet. You're not gonna watch the game. Iowa has <laughs> you're gonna scoring. check it later. Yeah, Iowa's offense has been picking up. Thirty-two and a half. You just need what? You need f- two touchdowns from each, ish, and then a couple field goals. Yeah, I can do that. You, we can do that. I will get, get their stupid defensive touchdown. They yeah. always get. Yeah. It'll it'll work. Yeah. Iowa, over. I like it. Chris, what do you got? I'm going to USC and UCLA over. Yeah, I love talked that. about earlier. Yep. Love that over. What was it? Seventy-five and a half. Seventy-five and a yeah, half. That's easy. I mean, it's huge, it's, but. Just They'll get there. The They'll get there. Fine. They'll get there. Easy yes. for those two That's teams. Touchdowns. Track me. Heisman candidate quarterbacks. Yeah. Over no defense. Pocket. All points. My pick is also an over. It's the bedlam <laughs> over. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, six four and a half. You can't not put this in the parlay. <laughs> yeah, you're See, right. I like you can't. Right. You're right. You can't not bet bedlam. What? I I liked the pokes. Pokes have done me too. The pokes They've are pissing me, wrong. me off. Yeah. Oklahoma's not good. I know. That's my worry is what if this gets Nope, we're on the over. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, who doesn't like the bedlam over? Yeah. It yeah. never hits. But it never hits. It never hits, Let's but we're gonna will it. It will this year. We're gonna will it to victory. Oh, it went over last year at fifty. Yeah. Did it? And then it went under under Oh, it went over 80 and over 76. So, the over Though I just remember the one year Oklahoma State had it on, like, the three-yard line, first and goal. They needed a touchdown for it to hit the over, and they went – they got stuffed, I think, on It was probably down. 2020 because yeah. it went under 60 and mm-hmm. a half. That's what it was. Gross. But it's going to hit this week. Oh, no doubt. And we're going we're gonna to cash in a parlay. So. UConn. Real quick, let's do the football for girls parlay. They almost had it last they week. They almost did, it's but they didn't. They will never there. get it. No, they won't. <laughs> yeah, so Jordan's going to roll it, run it back with Florida minus 14 at Vandy. Okay. Bad pick. It's really going to be pick. cold. Vandy is sneaky. Be cold. The high looks like it's 37. So okay. Florida doesn't get very cold. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I would advise against it. But yep. Bad pick. They're girls. What do they know? Trev? <laughs> <laughs> um. Taba is going with the Chargers plus six and a half at home against the Chiefs. No real reason here. She just doesn't like the Chiefs. And okay. is, I love that fair. about her. Is Justin Herbert 
Was he hurt last week? No, he played last oh, week. I was thinking of the Rams. Keenan Allen might be back this <laughs> week. Don't need to talk about yeah. the Rams. So. Yeah, that's yeah, her pick, true. plus yeah. six and a half. Okay, good pick. Not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's was TCU minus two and a half at Baylor. Um, trap. Didn't, didn't give a reason. So, yeah, it was a trap. She just like, she pick. just picks Texas schools. Yeah, she does. Which is fine. She's from there. Makes sense. I guess. It's a bad pick. Yeah, it's a terrible <laughs> pick, but. Ugh. Um. Yeah. yeah. Now we're gonna hear. Sixty seconds was an NFL fan. We got They're some Raiders fans. Yeah. Not happy. They've had a disgusting season, and I I feel bad for them. I don't mind the Raiders. They're I don't, I like watching them, but let's hear from two Raiders fans. All right. We now welcome in recurring guest. Friend of the pod, young mustache from South Lincoln. He's a disgruntled Raiders fan. He's had a rough go of it. So we're we're here to hear his thoughts. Young mustache, the floor is yours. Hey boys, thanks for having me on. Uh didn't really know where to start with this thing, but uh I'm just gonna take it with the most recent uh events. So let me start with uh this last week game versus the Colts. Uh going up with against a team uh, coached by someone with zero college, zero professional coaching experience, a team that's probably honestly just trying to tank out the rest of the year, and you lay an absolute egg. <laughs> you make Matt Ryan look like an all-pro. Let me tell you this. Matt Ryan's longest run in his NFL career uh, was 20 yards, and that was 12 years ago. <laughs> This last game, on an important third down late in the fourth quarter, 40-year-old Matt Ryan scampers and gashes our defense for 40 yards. (laughs) (laughs) And on that run, he was running towards the sideline and he cut right into the teeth of the defense. Absolutely no fear of this defense. Uh, He was the fastest guy on the field on that play. Uh, It's that's just, uh, and obviously we lose the game and that's the start of it. So I'll get a little broader and go uh, to the Josh McDaniels hire, which at the moment looks like a complete disaster. Uh, he's a proven failure with the stint at the Broncos and uh, the season looks all the same. Uh, obviously, the first year you can't fire him now. You have to play it out and uh, see what uh, see what he can do next year. But uh at the moment, uh, it looks terrible, and you can't help but thinking what this team looks like if uh, if you do end up keeping Rich Bisaccia, uh, who was the interim last year, and led him to the playoffs. Uh, but, uh, you know, thinking about uh, McDaniels and the rest of the uh, the New England coaching tree, I think uh, Belichick winning games and winning Super Bowls isn't the most impressive thing. I think it's the fact that uh, – uh, he's doing this all, and his assistants can't figure out how he does it because it's obviously – it works for nobody else. It's incredible. Uh, quickly, I'd like to give uh, just a big round of applause, shout-out to uh, Darren Waller and uh, Hunter Renfro. I mean, come on. Give it up. Give it up for those guys. You get your, yeah. you get your bag at the end of the year. You get your contract. You come into the 2022 20, season, and you do absolutely – zero those guys have been you, you, you can't find them they've been nowhere i say why not guys let's go take a let's go take an extended trip on the ir i mean just thanks guys thanks for 
really coming through this year. But uh, let's get a little more broader, and I'll talk about the uh, Derek Carr era as a Raider. Uh, Derek Carr, uh, he's not a world beater. He's not in the upper echelon of quarterbacks. But I think consistently you can say he's been a top top seven to top 12 quarterback consistently in the NFL each year, uh, depending on the year. Uh, some years, maybe a little better. Like in 2016, finished third in the MVP. Obviously, he was a, that was a good year for him. Uh, he's a good leader. Uh, and Derek Carr, uh, during his eight-year career, Derek Carr has not failed the Raiders. The Raiders have failed Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. They wow. haven't got any real uh, true threats for a wideout, like a wide receiver one, until this year they brought in Devontae. Uh, before that, you might have had two good years with Amari Cooper, uh, Michael Crabtree, but that's that's honestly that's as good as it got. Otherwise, Hunter Renfro was his wideout one last year. Uh, lack of weapons, but the the main failure the Raiders have done to him uh, was their lack of defense. The defensive statistics, if you look back during his eight year career, have been just astronomical, astronomically bad. Um, they've been, I think, twenty fifth or worse in total defense every single year. Uh, he's been here. So I'd like to think if we could just roll out, if we would have been able to roll out a below average defense in all of eight years, we'd probably be at least making the playoffs at least, uh, you know, four out of the eight seasons. Um, but uh, we've only made the playoffs um, two years out of uh, Derek's eight years. Uh, and that's the and the first year we made the playoffs with him, he broke his leg, wasn't able to play in the playoff game. And then second year was uh, last year, made a good run, almost knocked off the Bengals in the first round. But uh, the lack of defense has just been – it's been absolutely killer. We failed him. It's not Derek's fault. He's a good leader. And uh, I can't believe he still wants to stick around uh, in this franchise. But, uh, all right, look this up. Um the only consistent thing these last couple of decades for the Raiders has been Mark Davis. Uh, he's basically had zero success and each different resume that he brings in, uh, they blame and point the finger at the previous resume. See uh, McDaniels and Ziegler, the guys they brought in this year, uh, they're pointing the finger, pointing the blame at Gruden and Mayock who pointed the finger at Reggie McKenzie, who pointed the finger at Al Davis. So uh, rinse, Wash, rinse, repeat. The cycle continues. The pain continues. And, uh, okay, one more thing. I will finish by saying uh, the NFL has a vendetta against the Raiders. Uh, The NFL does not want the Raiders to have success. Uh, This started back in the 60s with Al Davis and, at the time, NFL Commissioner Pete Rozelle. Uh, If you haven't watched the 30 for 30, uh, Al Davis versus the NFL is great. Uh, But – that vendetta still applies today. We saw it last year when the NFL made it a point uh, to put Gruden to bed and uh, put him away with that BS email scandal, which was the soft, softest uh, snowflake thing ever. Uh, so basically the NFL hates. They hate when the Raiders are good. Uh, all right, boys, that's all I got. Uh, rest in peace, Al Davis. Rest in peace, John Madden. 
I'm out. Thank you, Young Master. That was fantastic. All right, and now on 60 Seconds with an NFL fan, we welcome on Brady. He is a Raiders fan, and they have been struggling. So, Brady, we're going to give you the floor. Go off on your team. All right, so, well, for starters, if you see a cat running around, we just got a kitten named Raider. So, it's like, I don't think since we've gotten him, we've won a single game. So, we might uh, be letting him go to the Humane Society (laughs) here soon. Um, Yeah, so basically, it's been 20 years um, of just complete misery. Um, It hasn't gotten better. And every year, I have the most hope in the world. I'm, like, so positive, and I'm not even kidding. Now that I'm a teacher, it's even worse because I'm every week hearing it from – 60 to 80 students about how bad the Raiders are. And I'm also like a realist when it comes to my team. Like I'll admit it and they're awful right now. And there's nothing, there's no, there's no part of them that looks good. Um, I was hopeful in Josh McDaniels. I really was. I thought he was going to come in and, and make us an elite offense. And we, I bet you, I, I would say all year we probably played, four quarters total where I'm like, okay, we look, we look good. We look solid. And then we turn around in the second half for, for both of those basically games, uh, one against the Cardinals up 20 zip at half. And we just, we lay an egg and it makes no sense to me. I, I don't know how I can look around at all these different teams who have first year coaches who weren't, who didn't make the playoffs last year. We did, right. We, we lost by six to the Bengals. And all these first-year coaches are – you got the Vikings at 8-1. and one, You have the Dolphins at 6-3, and three, whatever they are. I think they're 6-3. and three. But they look solid. They're well-coached. They're, they're, they are fundamentally sound. And we just look – we look like a high school football team. It's embarrassing. And then I have to watch them. Matt Ryan ran on a 40-yard scramble. Like, how is that even possible? It's Matt Ryan. He – this is the same Matt Ryan who was like leading the league with 15 turnovers through like four games. It was like pick after pick after pick or a fumble and we lost to him. It, it, it just blows my mind that we can be so poorly coached. The effort's not there. We keep trying. I think, I think McDaniels has tried 60 or 70 different combinations in the offensive line. It's like, dude, they just suck. Like, let's just go sign, go get a vet, just sign an old guy. Who's going to be a big body. I don't know. I don't understand. Every team can figure it out. So, so quickly And the Raiders for 20 years that we've been to the playoffs twice, not, not a single win 20 years. So I don't know how, I don't even know how long I've, I've gone off, but basically, you know, I've converted my wife to being a Raider fan and this year was so bad. I, I was like throwing things. I was so mad. She won't, she wouldn't watch the, the games with me. So I've had to like calm myself down because people don't understand after 20 years of losing, it gets to you and you, and I'll never root for anybody else. I'm always, I'm a lifer. I'm a diehard Raider fan, but you lose week in and week out and it eats at your soul. And it's the one thing, like, I'm so passionate about the Raiders. And it just, until they figure it out, I don't know. I can't, 
I can't be satisfied. And the, then on top of everything, we have to can John Gruden, a mutual party, which don't get me wrong, what he said was awful. But it was like there's a court legal process going on with him right now. And yet our franchise gets ruined when we were we weren't dominant, but we were rising, you know, and it was fun to watch. And we were we were competitive. And now we're like 15 steps backwards. I just don't get it. I don't understand. And you got, oh, my God, Derek Carr cried in the press conference. How? Like, what in the world? You want to talk about looking soft? Like, don't cry in the press conference. This is why you have to, you got to get angry. You got to get upset. Sorry, my cat was like crawling on something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Derek Carr crying, that was like the last straw. I hated that. And people were like, he's so passionate. I love that about him. He is passionate. He does care. He he lo- he wants to win for the franchise. I truly appreciate that. But he is so mind-effed. It is ridiculous. Like, just get up there, man, and start throwing lasers. Throw darts left and right. Who cares where, what happens? Get out there and, and, and go fail. Like, I'd rather see him going a million miles an hour I think that's what Scott Frost used to say, go a million miles an hour. And if you fail, you fail, but Hey, at least you're giving it your all. And I just don't see that right now. I, th- I feel like he's trying to please so many people, primarily Josh McDaniels. And then you have Mark Davis, the owner. He just the other day said, Josh McDaniels is doing a fantastic job. How, how do you even say that there? You're two and seven. Like at the end of the day, a fantastic job is your record. It's not, anything else and two and seven is not fantastic two and seven is unacceptable in my opinion i don't know what else i can rant on but that's perfect that was awesome all right thank you raiders fans i'm sorry yeah feel bad felt that felt that but we're gonna move into nfl for the week something a little new this week we're each gonna give an nfl lock of the week so um before we get to that create Couple crazy games last week. Yeah, Minnesota Buffalo. One of the, that had to have been the craziest ending of a game in a really long time. I did want to ask you guys what you thought of because people were saying that Buffalo should have taken a safety. That's no. stupid. No, no, I should not because that. you're down four. If you take a safety, then you have to punt, mm-hmm. and then you lose with a field goal. No, I hate that. Hate Plus, that you have Josh Allen, and he's like the best at quarterback sneaks. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, he shouldn't have fumbled that, but I kind of like going out a shotgun and just kind of like see if you can yeah. do a quick pass, throw it away if nothing's there. Yeah, like, true. Worst case scenario is you take like you aren't trying for a safety, but like worst case, it's a safety, and then it's like at least you didn't try to do that true yeah no that was wild it was though. just a fluke like you'll never see anything like that again Kirk cousins that guy i'm still s- not sold on him i saw I some don't know, videos like, of like every pass he made that game and there's some good throws he had a good game chris is really no i'm not chris sold has on the some Vikings thoughts at all but it's the nfl boys that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> the NFL. Oh, there it is i did have the bills minus five and there's yeah no way they shouldn't have covered but um just oh well Wanted to talk a little bit about the Cowboys. Mm, um, I was yeah. Cowboys. Talk uh, about a choke. Um, I said last week that didn't even, the thought of losing didn't even cross my mind, mm-hmm. and it still didn't until no. 
Rodgers went a stupid little drive down the field. <laughs> or a bomb to Christian Watson. Gosh. Two bombs to him. It's ridiculous. Okay. But um, heartbreak. I thought that was going to be – that would have been the first time they beat him in a very long time. And that didn't that, happen. Yeah, and that was a tough one. Broke my heart. For to so. I don't really like the Cowboys, but I was actively cheering for the Cowboys yeah. that game. So that takes a lot, just how much I hate the Packers and Aaron Rodgers' stupid face. It's disgusting. I hated it. They'll collapse, though. I hate it. Yeah, they will. Um, any other football news you guys want to talk about? Uh, Eagles really Bears. laid an egg. Bears are fine. Bears, Bears, Bears really. Bears jokes. <laughs> they really wow. Joke. Yeah. They should not have lost that game. But Justin Fields looks like a guy, though. Yeah. I'm still happy with the season because – Got an electric offense all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Got we got nowhere. our quarterback out of nowhere. We have point? our quarterback. We just got to build around him. Mm-hmm. At what point are you kind of worried that like he's? I think he's the guy. Yeah. But at what point are you like? It'd be nice to like win a game. Win a couple of these yeah. where he yeah. has a huge game, which obviously like in the bear spot you don't want to like go off and like miss the playoffs because mm-hmm. then you get a bad pick. Yeah, but also like yeah, if no. he can win like two or three games, it'd be a, I think just good confidence for him. For yeah, sure. no, you want to. I wanted to win that game because it's the Lions. Yeah, and we were right there. But got I mean, the, the last two weeks they've scored thirty plus points yeah. and lost. No, I mean, I'm not worried about Fields at all. He's he's definitely the guy. We just got to build around him. Deep. I mean, we knew our defense. He scored thirty in the NFL. You should win. Yeah, Very yeah, happy. I'm thinking of maybe moving Lamar off my team. Just trying yeah, to trade oh. him. I have Justin Fields on my bench. Oh. So I might just start him. Yeah, he has the most points in fantasy since week five. In my in my dynasty league, my quarterbacks are Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields. Oh, it's just a battle so every good. week. Yeah, it's a battle. I've started Fields really the last good. two weeks. Bang. Trade for a good tight end or something. Yeah. The uh, NFL is just. I feel like this year there's just nobody, no clear content, like easy winner. When it, it was all came prevalent last week because the Bills got knocked off mm-hmm. and the Eagles lost. Eagles so lost. So it's just yeah. it's pretty Everyone's wide human. open. And I think it'll be it'll be fun. It'll I don't be even fun I don't year. Who do you, who's the favorite. I don't even know. Chiefs probably. probably Chiefs. Probably Chiefs. Yeah. They Chiefs look, look good. good. Their offense, yeah. even without Tyreek, is really good. But still, it's they'll choke. They can run the ball too. They'll yeah, choke. They'll choke. They'll, they'll choke. choke. Yeah, they always do. trust it. Trust it. Let's move into our NFL locks of the week. So we're each gonna pick just one game. Just give a lock for because we got some riders now. So mm-hmm. we'll help the people out. Help the people out. Um, Peters, you start us off. Yeah, so I'm not the biggest NFL guy, but right. this came across my desk via Frankie Borelli that if a team is favored by nine and a half points or more, you take the under. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Ravens, Panthers, under 43. Okay. I love I that. Like it. I I, don't, I've seen a lot of TikToks I've about seen that. that trend, yeah. yeah. So it's just one where I kind of wanted to see if there was a different team because mm-hmm. obviously Lamar – He's an explosive quarterback who could put up a big game. Mm-hmm. But also, Carolina sucks. And if they're – like if Baltimore's up by a ton, they're just kind of going to run out the clock. So, under 43.5, it's low, but Trust I like it. that pick a lot. Trev? Mine is going to be the Patriots minus three at home against the Jets. Coming off a bye, Belichick off a bye is never a bad bet, especially against Zach Wilson. I think the Jets beat him earlier in the year. Pretty handily, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, yes. No, they didn't. No. Patriots. Patriots. Beat Patriots, 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 Patriots have beat them 12 straight. Patriots. 12 yes. straight games. No, they won't. Yep. There you go. And they Make just played. 13. They played like two, three weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Yeah. 
Patriots so, won twenty two seventeen. I think it was like Jets, and then the Patriots right. played another team by, by yep. and, and now they, they play the Jets again. Yep, yep, yep. You're right, but so. I guess both teams are off a bye. But I trust Belichick off a bye more. Yep, that's a good pick. Still yeah. not sold on the Jets by any yeah. means. Yeah, uh, mine is going to be, it's trappy. Love it. The Cowboys minus one at the Vikings. Do, mm-hmm. You read orig- like you read the line doesn't make much sense. Vikings should be favored. They're eight and one. Cowboys coming off a tough loss. I'm thinking bounce back game for them. Vikings let down spot after that mo- emotional Buffalo win. And the Cowboys need to start winning because their division is really good. Mm-hmm. So Commanders are one game back of them. Giants are seven and two. Eagles eight and one. So the NFC East is tough. If they want, if the Cowboys want to make a run at it, they got to start start winning. Yeah, some I games. like that. So minus these are some games they need to win. Minus one. Minus one. Okay. They just got to win the game. Keep those Face divisions. Games. Yeah. Just got to win the game. Keep yeah. those divisions close. Yep. Exactly. Correct, <laughs> Trevin. <laughs> Chris. Which is why my pick. I'm going with the Chargers plus six and a half. Yep. Yes. Well, they're gonna beat. I think they're gonna beat the Chiefs, but I'll take six and a half for insurance. Sure. Um, Chiefs have beat them three straight times. Chargers are down by two in the standings in their division mm-hmm. to the Chiefs, so they should have beat them earlier this year too. Yeah, and if At they the don't, Chiefs, if Herbert doesn't game. throw a pick in yes. the end zone and yes. get hurt, um, and it's in LA, mm-hmm. so I think the Chargers are gonna keep it close. They're gonna keep, give them the best. Keep those best divisions effort. close. Keep them close. That. Keep Great people pick. watching. Great pick. Yeah. So ride those four picks and make yourself some money. Second. Make yourself some money. All right, this is the Boys Down Bad podcast. I'm oh, Dylan. I wanted to say something. It's embarrassing. Just cut that. Just cut that <laughs> it's part. It's really out. embarrassing. That cut that part out. Premature. Was, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, by the time you're listening to this podcast, Nebraska just had a huge win against St. John's. That's correct. Basketball. Yes. Boyberg off three and zero. Let's not forget about the basketball team here. We're True. Elite. I looked at the R- RPI rankings. Have you guys seen that? We're ninth. Nebraska's nine. In Nine. The RPI. What goes what? into RPI? I don't really I don't know, know, but I don't really care. We have a quad one win against Maine. How is <laughs> that a quad one? Because they just beat Boston College last night. Oh, I'll read you the top geez. ten. It's Wisconsin one, Ole Miss, San Diego State, Grambling, Toledo, Louisiana Lafayette, Loyola, Alcorn State, Nebraska. We're back. Yeah. Basketball is here. Basketball's back. averaging 20 points a game. Sammy Hoops did it. He got us a number nine. Yeah. That's all I ever asked. Great job, Sammy Hoops. I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but I trust the RPI. That's yeah, like I do the too. main thing I look at. That's yeah. what they look for with the tournament. So yes. we'd be, what, a three seed? All right. <laughs> we'd be a three seed. We'd be a three seed <laughs> in the tournament. If the season ended right now, we'd be, <laughs> we'd a, three be a three seed. seed. <laughs> so, hmm. Oh, I love that. But, yeah, that's that's my note. That's a good note. <laughs> All right, can I go now? Uh, yeah, go ahead. All right, this is the Boys Down Bad Podcast. I am Dylan. I'm Trev. Peters. I'm Chris. Have yourselves a top ten week.